0: Jamie,
1: what's happening? How you doing?
0: What's going on with you, fam? What's going on? You
1: bro? got it. You got. It. I couldn't get this thing to uh, allow uh, the microphone to record. Man, I had to go in and, out, in and out. It finally, it finally prompted it and it asked, "Would you like to give uh, anchor the ability to record?" You know, from <laughs> the microphone.
0: Oh, that's funny, man. I'm sorry for the trouble, man.
1: It's all good. It's all good.
0: But it's definitely a blessing to have you on to the podcast. So you already know who it is. It's definitely <laughs> your favorite soulful girl. Ah. Sorry, coming back to you once again in the utmost highest step for Mari, and we got my man's Jamie Jenkins on the podcast, y'all. Jamie Jenkins on the podcast, y'all. Man,
2: yo yo
1: yo hey. yo, glad oh, to be man. here. Glad to be a part, man. I'm I'm, I'm thrilled and amazed, and just glad to met the uh, Grace grace the podcast
0: today always man and you know always got the knowledge and gems and he's gonna come through and bless us with such an amazing message onto the positive energy generation podcast but james before we get started man what i always like to do i always give it back to the most high and i have the guests that jump onto the podcast to just briefly share our word of prayer before we get into basically the message for today
1: sounds
0: good hey you got it fam Ready?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. I'm listening.
0: Hey, so Jamie, I'm gonna let you take over, fam. You you do the, you do the prayer, man. It's it's an honor for me to be here on the podcast with you.
1: Okay. Hey. So, uh, Most High, right now, we're thanking you for allowing us this opportunity to connect, to network, and to stop this moment and just to give you praise. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for opportunities, and we thank you for steering us clear. Of all those obstacles that may be in our way, knowing and for those that are known and, and both unknown. For these blessings and all blessings, we ask in your darling son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Hey, thank you, man. Always love to give it back to the Most High. And Jamie, out Hazelhurst, Mississippi.
1: That's girl. right. That's right. Hey.
0: <laughs> hey man, you were right. You were raised and born in Mississippi.
1: Born and raised in Mississippi. Born and raised. In Mississippi. I know yeah, you, you can know hear you I know you can hear this. I know you can hear this Mississippi accent. I know it's. Oh yeah. I
0: know, I know bro. I, 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 from Jackson, Mississippi, bro. I went to school down there in the Delta. The so Delta. So I, I, <laughs> I know deal. what you mean about the cotton fields. I know. <laughs>
2: oh.
0: Hey man. Also, you said you, you shared with me that you was um uh, you went to um, Alcorn. Alcorn. Alcorn,
1: yeah. State yeah. University, no doubt.
0: Hey y'all, y'all used to whoop our Bulldogs, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, hey y'all, you hey, got a good uh, a good band. I'm telling you, Alcorn. Yeah, you know, the
2: you know the know sounds of dynamite, right. baby. That's yeah. right. That's right.
0: Yeah. y'all beat us every time, bro. But hey. <laughs> All day, I'm always, I'm going to rep my maroon and white all day.
1: That's what's what
0: up. What so. But I love the Alcorn too. Like, hey, you can't be from Mississippi and don't be for Alcorn.
1: No, man. you no. can't. Nah, it's just one other thing, <laughs> man. You know, either, either you, you know, with them or respect them one way or another.
0: They're one just, way or another, man. Is.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Always, man. And you also share that you are a member and alumni, with Kappa?
2: Kappa Alpha Psi. Uh-huh. Yeah, man,
0: How you how you get into that, man? What made you actually start to get into Capital?
1: Well, it's one of those things where uh, I just came in at a great time and they had a great presence on the yard. They did a lot of community service. And it's there's something that kind of drew me into, you know, what they were and who they were. And it's been, you know, I always felt like I wanted to be a part of something that was just greater than myself, uh, a group. Right. Uh, uh, and I know groups get things done faster than individual people. And so I just kind of felt like that was my my role and that's what I I know I'm 20 years in uh what they call the mm-hmm. bun, 20 years into that for hey,
0: hey, I got I got a cousin, I got family, all they they all in capitals. If it ain't capital, the females most of the day, aka you know how they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know <laughs> but <laughs> hey, they definitely <laughs> rapping with the capitals. I got a, a, a older cousin right now, he's in capital.
2: Good deal. So I Good deal. that
0: runs through the blood, man. So when I saw that, I was like, "Okay, big
2: dog." Hi, hi. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you already know, man. Also said, man, you was a photographer.
1: Yeah, um, been shooting, look- been shooting about ten years. It started. I mean, I, I guess it kind of started out of necessity or out of need. Uh, my son was playing little league football one year, and and uh, I had one of those old uh, BlackBerry phones. So I couldn't get good video. I couldn't get any good pictures. I said, well, I stopped. At a, I literally stopped at a pawn shop one day and bought a general electric camera, a GE camera, a, a battery power camera. And I took photos for the whole season, just taking pictures and stuff like that. And at the end of the season, you know, the parents are like, okay, how do we get the pictures and stuff? Well, I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to it. <laughs> they was like, oh, well, I thought you was a photographer. Well, I said, well, I didn't, I hadn't thought about it. And so literally I put the pictures out people was like oh that's great well, you know how long have you been shooting i was like well just a few months they're like okay i, I need this i need it i need this i need that and that was it you know i got came with a, you know came with a name i shoot under under the name uh big pretty pictures and i've been shooting about 10 years been all houston new orleans weddings and stuff uh it's
0: been great been all over moving with the camera
1: uh-huh
2: yeah
0: i see you hey it's all about that network. word you also man you also got this amazing amazing non-profitable organization uh-huh. that you started off with called hello black man
1: hello black man, man. that's
0: hello that's, black man. man man that that just the title alone that's why we're gonna call this <laughs> segment hello black man so just the title alone right yeah that, that right there blew me, man. So the, the, the Hello Black not,
1: Man. Right. Does it not have a, a, a ring to it? Like, a, yeah. it's, it's, it, like it has a ring to it, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. It does, man. It has a really nice ring to it, especially with everything going on, mm-hmm. on today. So just to unify the community, mm-hmm. we're just off the back when I saw Hello Black Man, man, it caught my attention. Mm-hmm. So hey, I was like, what better way to start honestly naming it Hello, Hello Black, Black Man,
2: you know? <laughs> Right. on point. So hello. on point. Hello. Hello. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> so, man, tell us about you. You know, you, to, you you went over a little bit about the school, Alcorn, but mm-hmm. tell us del- about where you from, you know, tell us how it was growing up and okay. like, what was the college like? All right.
1: So I'm, like, I'm, from, I'm from a little small mm-hmm. town, and I'm from a, a, a town so small that it's still somewhat racially divided. Uh, there's a public right. school, then there's a private mm-hmm. school. I'm from Hazelhurst, Mississippi. We've got, uh, I guess, approximately around 3,000 people. It's about 1,500 whites, 1,500 blacks. There's not a whole lot. Of course, there's going to be some intermingling, but it's not a whole lot of intermingling. You know, the private right. school is 88% white, and the public school is 98% black. Uh, and it's been like that, you know, since I came through. I, I was uh, in 97. I graduated high school in 1997, a long time ago now but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been the same way and it's just still the same way right now. Um, and it's not a, I'm not going to say it's a racially charged uh, area, but everybody's kind of stick to their kind, you know, uh, kind, that, yeah. that's, that's how it is. Uh, uh, high school, played basketball, played, you know, baseball, played sports. And then I uh, went to Alcorn State University and ended up, um, uh, my major was political science pre-law. Uh, I saw a movie called The Devil's Advocate that, that that kind of prompted me into political science and law. I thought the movie was so dope. I said, "Well, I'll try this," and so uh, graduated from Alcorn State University. My dad is a brick mason, so I've been laying bricks since I was in you know in middle school, high school. Right. Uh, so no, you know, no no stranger to hard work, and uh, came out of school and actually uh, went there and uh, we we're gonna work with him for a little while. And uh, shortly after, married, kids, uh, started a career in the automotive industry, uh, manufacturing building cars. Uh, I've been in Nissan North America in Canton for 17 years.
0: Uh, wow, right? man, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> so uh, I've had opportunities to travel, been to Japan and Mexico through Nissan. Uh, there's been a you know, phenomenal time there. And just, I guess, you know, changes and rearranges. And, you know, I'm at this point now where uh, just, you know, putting some things out there to mentally charge myself and to mentally hold myself uh, accountable is kind of where I am in my life right now.
0: Right. Hey, that's so up. you also a father too. I am. Right. Uh, Two
1: beautiful, hey. beautiful kids and, uh, you know, got some bonus kids here. <laughs> So <laughs>
0: hey, bonus yeah, always, I, I, yeah,
1: yeah, it always so I'm one of those people that I just uh mm-hmm. I'm I'm fun to be around and I still hold, you know, my kids accountable. You know, we laugh and joke and have mm-hmm. fun. You know, I'm the one I I wanna go to the arcade with you, I wanna do this, but I still wanna I'm still that parent that uh when something is wrong, you can say, Hey dad, this is what I got going on. What do you think about
0: it? Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Basically, just making that that open communication. Open
1: communication, yeah, that's
0: it. I'm glad. I'm really glad you said that because you talked about how you are really easy to talk to. So, how do you view yourself, and how do you think others view you? We were speaking on how your kids view yeah. you, so how you think others view well, you?
1: Well, I think I think it kind of depends on what setting you've met me in. Uh, even mm. uh, some, that's important. yeah, because some people see me and they they may feel like I think I am. Yeah. More than, you know, more than them, or, you know, I guess try to uh, high class or uppity. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you see me in the wrong, if, if you see me and you didn't know me, you may say, okay, he he probably has an attitude about something or a bravado about something. You know, people right. just read that. You know, people will read that from afar. But if you you know, gave me any eye contact or, uh, or, or you know, if I spoke and you spoke back, well, we cool at that point. You know what I'm saying? we That's it. Like, the ice is broken. Like, what's up with, you, man? What you eating over here? Oh, man. You drinking, but man, I don't drink this. You know, we talking. You know, we just
2: talking about yeah.
1: sports or whatever. Who your team is? Man, your team suck, man. That's it. You know, what? You yeah. know, that's just how I am. You know, but, you know, of yeah. course, the ice has to be broken, you know, based on the situation and stuff like that. Uh, so, uh, I guess professionally uh, I'm, I'm you know known as somebody to get things done get results you know very direct and then to some I am I would say I'm not open you know what I'm saying because I'm not one of those people that give out a lot of information you know I don't give out personal information mm. just all willy nilly some people this just who they are you know they say well this is going on in my house and this is going on and this is going on that's kind of who they are that's how they bounce mm-hmm. bounce things off people me personally i mm-hmm. i just don't you know um uh, uh recently divorced made no posts i made not one post about my divorce or you know nothing <laughs> so like that, that's just, you know that. It, it's just you know this is who i am so hey this is this right. is my life this is what happened there's no need to go make a public announcement uh i don't think anybody needs that from me, you know, and I'm not for validity, so you know, people will say, well, wow, he didn't make a big deal out of it, he didn't say this or that, so so to some people I'm probably, you know, a little close, and to some people I'm you know, I'm I'm a people person, I'm. they're able to lean on me for for whatever reasons. Hey, that,
0: hey, I get that a lot too, bros, don't feel bad, (laughs) I get that a lot too, like people be scared to talk to me because they say I look mean and I'm like it's my face like <laughs> just my face like, I promise you I've been like the best la la land right ever. you too and then when people act, yeah when people come out to talk to me they're like oh man you actually cooler than you look I, I don't even know how to take it
2: <laughs> like what you trying to say but
0: I thought I was pretty cool yeah, <laughs> so, yeah that's just you man that's just that's you me. so by by you being you and when you got into Alcorn, you started finding a way and what fits for you. You spoke on how um, it was a perfect time to join the Kappa Alpha side fraternity. Mm-hmm. So, tell us what led led you to that role um, to become a brother of that
1: I mean, that. W- one of those things where uh, it was something that was, I would say, kind of integrated because uh, uh, because I had seen Kappa in my hometown, I, it guys that I looked up to, uh, they went play as Kappa at Alcorn. And then, you know, when I got there, uh, of course you had different fraternities. You had Alpha, Omega, you had uh, Sigma's and IOTA's and, you know, and Kappa's. But the things that I like to do, they seem to be more a part of, you know, uh, you know, like flag football, you know, Kappa's had a good team, talking trash. I liked the bravado. You know, they had a good basketball team, you know. Uh, uh, you know at that time, I was still going to the NBA in my mind. So, yeah, like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like this you know, like I'm a hooper, you know. So, you yeah. know, it is one of those things that kinda of led me to it. And then they were very accountable as far as the things that need to get done, as far as, you know, dressing, you know what I'm saying? I like the way they dress and you know, carry themselves, the briefcases and the penny loafers and the bow tie mm-hmm. yeah. suspenders. That was the that was the look I liked. I just like that look. And so, you know, it, and it and it helped because, you know, I had people in my hometown that were Kappa's also, so I could just kind of lean to them and watch them. And so I went out there with a couple couple friends of mine, and they had the same interest. So we could kind of go at this thing uh, together. So that kind of pushed me into, you know, uh, into, you know, seeking interest in being a member of Kappa Alpha Psi. And I, I'll say that uh, my line brothers, is 17, 17 of us, we literally... You know, we have a, everybody, every all every little group have their little groups and you know, apps and stuff like that. There is not one day has passed that I hadn't talked to a couple of every single day, every day, every day. about sports, about fitness, about life, about you know checking on me or checking on them about certain things I know have happened. I would say over the, you know the course of these past you know twenty plus years, we have remained. uh very close, as far as you know, just support. And if it's financial, if it's mental, uh, so it's been a, it's been a great investment, you know, t- twenty years ago
0: until now. So I know your your girls. Are, I mean, your guys are called with the capital five. I mean, yeah, capital apple apple uh-huh. So what what are your girls?
1: Well, our, oh, wow. sisters, our sisters are called Sigma Gamma Rho.
0: Okay, She's yeah. So I, remember saying that, I remember saying that my cousin, she just graduated college and she um actually revealed that. That's what she became. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: It's more pro- I
0: always told people, go ahead. No, no,
1: it, it's more prominent. Sigma Gamma Rho is very prominent up north. And I think, like, mm-hmm. AKA is more prominent here. Like, in the north, in the That's northeast, south. yeah. It's one of those things that you know you see more sigma gamma rows in, cer- in certain certain mm-hmm. states and down south we don't have huge sigma gamma roll lines we don't have no you know they're very it's five there's six of them on campus you know what I'm saying that's a big number uh, for us down here you may have a delta line with a hundred you know uh, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so it's just it's just one of those things that's kind of regional
0: and is that more prestige prestigious well uh, that's the word I'm using prestigious uh-huh. uh, when it comes to like you know versus in up north it's being more prominent to be part of the uh, similar role and the Kappa then down south it's more of the aka yeah it, is think, that more
1: i think know, just, regional. You know, yeah i think it's just one of those things where it's you know not to say the wrong word but it's just a popular thing down south you know they, they've oh, seen okay. so yeah. many people come through and be there so it's easy to recognize, it's easy to follow that pattern, which is not a, not saying that it's bad, but if you see certain things, it's easy to adapt and say, hey, this is my role. So if you got a family that has, you know, 20 AKAs, then you look up to these sisters, you look up to these aunts and aunties. So you kind of follow the pattern. So now you're an AKA, now your daughter's AKA. You know, every now and yeah. then you have some that, you know, choose a different path based on, you know you know, some reason. Uh, but it's one of those things you know, this is how it is, you know, uh, as far as sororities and
2: fraternity go.
0: I, I've always been curious, I've had opportunities in college. Of if I had to pick anyone that I would go, it'll be this, uh, the um, Sigma, would you call it the Sigma, Sigma Gamma the, the Row? Yeah, the, the girls, because first of all, I like red, so that they'll have to be me, and, and then I liked what they. What they represent, you yep. know, even the guys, how they care themselves, like you said, the the amount of accountability that they make you um, hold yourself right. to standards. That that would be more of me. I didn't I I didn't see myself as an AKA, but I have family members who are like AKA, so I love all the fraternities, all the sororities, <clears throat> but it's I think it's very. Important to be um, involved in some type of organization. Yes. Um, yes. Always I didn't go it
2: yeah.
0: Right. Only mm-hmm. reason I didn't do it because I went uh, to another route. I went military. Got it. Got it. So that, that was my route. But hey, man, I'm all for the Sigmas and I'm all for the capitals, man. I'm all yes, for so. eternity overall. No doubt. Oh, no yeah. doubt. Always. <laughs> anyway, so, hey, so what made you create Hello Black Man? I want to know. <laughs>
1: so listen I, I got I have a son uh 13 years old and uh when I uh, when uh I guess you know me and my, uh, my my ex-wife separated uh you know kids went with her and you know we had a I guess a a a good communication back and forth you know they would come see me and I'll see them so the communication wasn't broken but it wasn't Every day. It's a different thing when you when right. you stand with a person every day and when you're communicating off and on. You know what I'm saying? When it's off and on, off you know, both of y'all in a good mood when you communicate, everything's great. You know, you, you don't get that bad day. I don't feel like talking. You, you don't have to go through that. You don't have to, you know, to, to, right. to do certain tasks for long periods of time. And so let this past mm-hmm. year, my son came to stay with me. And so, you know, we found out quickly over the course of the last few years that, you know, what he expected communication to look like and what I expected results to look like were two different things. And so I'm like, listen, you know, because I- I'll give you an example. Uh, I stayed out in what they call in the country. from so I oh, stayed yeah. in the country. And so my mom says, okay, listen, uh, Jamie, the garbage goes out Wednesday, right? you know, we're in a country, so the garbage ain't, it's not running but one time. So it's important it goes right. out. And so my mother, the next Wednesday, she didn't have to tell me that the garbage goes out. You know, it's understood. It's like, like mm-hmm. in, in school, is you understood? It's it was understood. understood. Wednesday, the garbage goes out. That means if, if I miss the garbage going one way, I need to be responsible and go, catch, go you know catch the garbage truck on the other street to ensure that the garbage goes out, and so my son is like, "I said, okay, Lenny, get the garbage out. Garbage goes out here Monday and Thursday, so you got two chances in a few days to get the garbage out." And I'm having to prompt him, prep him, and get up and do this. Like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, the garbage, the garbage. What you, get the garbage out. You know, you're not paying bills. Just get the garbage out. Get out. Collect all the garbage. Don't get the garbage in the kitchen, get the garbage in the bathroom, get the garbage upstairs, get the garbage in the garage, get all the garbage in the house. You know, and I'm having to say it every couple of days. So I said, something is wrong here. Something, something, is very, something is very broken. You know, maybe I'm not speaking his language or maybe he's not listening to mine. I said, so, well, maybe I should allow him to ask me some questions and I'll ask him some questions just about him, about his thinking, thought process, what's important to him, you know, because what's important to him may not be what's important to me, then vice versa. So I said, well, let me write some questions down that I want him to know about me and that I need to know about him. So I start writing these questions, start writing, 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 writing. And then I like, dog, I, I don't know some of this stuff about my dad, you know, while I'm writing out these questions. And so I started thinking about the things I needed to know about my father that I need to know right now. Like, there is no reason I don't know these things. He's up, capable. He's, you know, in a good frame of mind. And these are some things that I think I deserve to know. Not I should be, I should have to wonder and guess and say, I think my dad would say this or I think this. I said, well, I'm going to continue right questions. And we probably got up to about 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 five hundred questions, you know, of, of what was important. Wow. Literally about five hundred. And then we started, uh, like my, like the old people say, we started whittling down, you know, whittling the questions away. And if the question didn't cause me to pause, I said, "This is not what I. This is not a good question." So every question in this original Hello Black Man, uh, there is no. I have an immediate answer. I've given it. I've given this journal, uh, and like I said, once we decided, so, "Hey, this this will be a great journal." So this open is both open-ended question, both open-ended opportunities in the journal, and there's questions, you know, because some of us, if you don't ask us a direct question, we won't. We, it'll never get answered, you know. No, if no one asks you a certain question, you have no reason to write it down you know uh, you'll write down I stopped to get gas and went to the grocery store that'll be your journal mm-hmm. entry for the day you know that's <laughs> it yeah. that, I mean that, you, you can write basic. that's just basic journals you know you know just normal journal stuff but I want it to be more challenging you know especially to you know starting with black men so hey you know we need someone to challenge us from a communication standpoint and we can start the ball rolling so now when you have that one question I've you know one of the couple of the journals that i have you know given to people sold to people the guy said hey listen man i stopped him one and i said hey how how you, how your journal going and i could see the look and frustration on his face i said you haven't wrote in it he says i haven't i said you don't know how to get started he says man i got the journal with me right now he says i've had it for 3 weeks is i bring it to work i look at it during lunch I can't find an easy question. I said, I know. He says, I take it home. I look at it. I you know eat breakfast. I get ready to write. He says, but every time I get ready to write, I have a thousand things. He says, you know, these questions are so good. It's hard for me to figure out how to get started. I said, but once you get started, getting some of this stuff off your mind, he says, I says, it'll be very easy to continue writing. He says, and once he started writing, he says, man, I was up half the day one day writing in my journal he says i I got about eight entries full pages back and front he said this it's just a a some phenomenal stuff as far as de-stressing and getting some things you know off of your mind so that started hello black man and then we you know started to grow from there to the other you know the other journals that we have
0: Mm, well, well would you say that from that experience there and you started diving and digging and researching to make that open communication to um, just the community itself, starting off with Black men, do you do you feel that that was that was like the start of the mission of Hello Black Men, and what is the mission of Hello Black? Men?
1: Uh, the, the overall mission is to is to improve the the communication and transparency in my community. And I'm not anti I'm mm. not anti anyone. I'm not anti anyone, but right. I know how I look when I look in the mirror. I know you know what demographic I'm looking at, so I want to start with opening up what communication is and what transparency is uh, in my community first, because I think a lot of uh, barriers are there, a lot of generational curses are there, and there's a lot of there's a yes. lot of misinformation out there internally that we never get a, a chance to uh, uh, to allude to to members of our family, to ourselves, to our siblings, to our loved ones. You know, certain things just never come out. And since that conversation isn't really vocal, it's a lot of stress. You know, you're holding so much in uh, this internally, you know. Um, And so that's my mission is to relieve my community of some of that stress and to let them know that, you know, a written communication, verbal communication, is it, it, a thing that we can improve on, and how if we, if I can improve on it at forty, and you can improve on it at twenty or at, at thirty or at twenty, you are that much more advanced than me, and that's what I want. You know, that's that,
0: that's, that's what I want. That's crazy. That's that's very impactful because. I say that because the fact that if I'm like you, I'm not anti right. anything. I think everybody deserves improvement. I think everybody should step out and find their light, find who they are. Um, but like you said, I know when I look in the mirror, I know how I can relate mm-hmm. to myself. I know how how I can walk in my shoes and how other communities may not understand right. sure. my shoes. Right? Because that's just the community that I'm I'm in. I, I was born into it. Like you said, the, no one picks the community that you're born into. <laughs> Right, what whether you black, white, right. voice, green. You, when you
1: got here, that's what you were. That, you were you came here like you came, here, the old folks <laughs> say,
0: yep, you had no choice, like you was given what you was given, you had no choice right. around it, right? So, I think, for as, like communities in total, because there are so many things happening in just um all type of uh races and communities, I think a lot of good things are happening when it comes to resources, but. I do feel that we do like this in our community because, like you said, if we wasn't taught this before, and let's say, yeah, you said if you're 40, and you can teach us about to break cycles, um, break family curses, go outside and help people impact the world. And if I can show you how to do the same at 20, We're, winning. That we're means, winning. like you said, we're you, winning. We're winning now. Right? now we're
2: winning, right.
0: Right. <laughs> Recycling the resources back around so that other people can use those resources and spread their message. So when I saw Hello Black Man, I was like, <clears throat> "Oh, this is good this community. Is. You know, this this is definitely dope." The message and the mission that's behind it. And so, with the mission alone, is that why you made other ver- um, variouses of it is Hello uh, Black Man?
1: because I I I knew that you know if I started with me, then i said you know like who's next i said okay woman you know my relationship with my mother my relationship with my significant other relationship with my daughter uh i i have to improve that you know that's the you know that's the next thing hey let me let me find out more about my mom uh you know and and my mom is not a super affectionate person this is not who she is you know she's not a hugger kisser oh baby you know this is not who she is and I, I, I love who she is but that's not her personality Right. Um, mm. but there's so much more I can learn and have her to uh, open up you know she's still able to you know I'm still able to learn things in my mother I'm, I'm I'm 40 years old she's 70 plus years old and, hey. and so now
2: I'm learning
1: things right now about her and I know it seems like, like well you don't know your mom You'd be surprised at what you don't know about your mom. You'd be
2: so surprised. No, that's true.
1: You'll be, be so surprised. I'm gonna give you an example. We were going over some questions one time about uh, motivation and things you wanted to do and you know, uh career paths. And my mom, when I grew when I was growing up, she worked at a chicken plant and worked at a Sanderson Farms. Uh and that's the only job I've ever known her to have as far as clocking in that's the only job she's ever I've ever known her to drive up to give an employee number and get paid away only in my life but I in, internally I had to know that that's not that's, that wasn't her dream you know what I'm saying she didn't grow up and say I want to work at chicken plant you know what I'm saying <laughs> that wasn't her, was her initial dream at 17 years old 18 years old like wow I can't wait to work at the chicken plant. Man, this is, I can't work here in 30 years. I'm I'm so ready.
2: That's not fancy. Yeah. And
1: so I, I called my mom and we were talking about career and I said, Mom, what did you want to be when you were growing up? And so my mom just kind of paused. She's like, What? I said, So you know, when you you know graduated high school or you know, 18, 19 years old, like, what did you have on your mind? What was your dream job? If you could have went and did anything, right then. You know what? What would you have done? And my mom said she would have been an airline stewardess. She said she thought the the, Mm. she thought that was the 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 coolest thing. You know to fly from city to city and you know and kind of maintain order. My mother's big on order and structure. I said, "I said, mom, mom, you would have been a perfect airline stewardess. Absolutely phenomenal. And it's just one of those things for me to learn. I'm 41 years old, so I learned this year." a few months ago what my mom wanted to be growing up now you know if if every listener here you know i can i can imagine there are things about you know the paths and the choices your parents have made that you know nothing about because you've never directly asked them.
0: that's crazy that is so I mean it's so crazy that you said that because there's a, a lot of things I'm finding out about my mom and I'm, I I would thought that I know her by now like you said like I should have known this lady by now I'm in my 20s my mom is 63 mm-hmm. years old that's what's up hey so she's pushing it but you can't tell man and, and like um I asked her some about mm-hmm. the zodiac sign right and I'm like, I never, I never died into my mom's Zodiac sign. I've died to mine mm-hmm. and learned about myself and, you know, things that make sense to me. So one day I was just like, let me look up my mom's mm-hmm. Zodiac sign. So I got to ask the questions and look at put Zodiac sign. And it made sense. I'm
1: like, you a Libra? Like you just never get
0: I never pictured it and I'm like all oh, this makes so much sense and why yeah. are you the way you are why are you quiet mm-hmm. you know keep to yourself and I'm like you got no friends my mom always had friends but you would never see her talk to them all day every day like you would never see her do that but she'll kiki ha ha with her friends every now and then so I had to mess with her my mom ain't got no friends so I got many friends but I got other yeah. things to do and I'm like all right. and she was used to say this all the time she's like I can't Clean up my house.
2: Yeah, yeah. House.
0: yeah, yeah. Right. So, like, you, I'm starting. I'm starting to now as a as going into my adult years. I'm starting now to understand those things my mom was saying. And another thing, I realized my mom has never been old before. Yeah. she's been old to right. me all her life. Like, right. <laughs> but she never been old. So our parents are facing right years, and she they, they right. never been here. It's
1: new. It's new right? to them
0: that's
1: the yeah and to us we're like right but they haven't it's true that's a a very unique perspective i hadn't thought about it like that
0: right i'm telling you um um i had to sit there and think about it because my mom went through surgery recently and these last two months i've had um, a long journey because I went out to Mississippi, was working still, and mm-hmm. I had to provide for my mom. And that's when I realized you've been old all your life to me, but this is your first <laughs> time <I've> being
2: old. <laughs> that is so true. That's so true.
0: And I'm like, why do you? That's
1: think so about true. That? And, and, and like I said, right? And at right. my age, I feel old to me. You know, at 41, I'm like. You know, like badly yeah. that's it. I mean, my is I'm in my forties now. Like, but my mom <laughs> was, you know, she was 40 20 years ago. So I'm like, hey, you know, like wow. Yeah. Let me think about this.
0: <laughs> For real, man. I got a brother, he's in his forties. So like all of us are hitting new mm-hmm. years. Every year is a new year. But because things happen like fast, we don't notice that new years are passing by. We think we think that everybody's just saying, like, you look around now, the people that was older and that was teaching you as a kid, watching you, yep. some of them has passed away. Some of them are gone. And I'm like, I had to take that harsh reality check this year that half of these people that I grew up in the city, that grew up raising me, yep. they're gone now. I had to say bye. And I was like, why? And it re- I yeah, realized like, they, if they
1: my- The years <laughs> that just went by, it's just continued to move, continue to move on. That's so true. <laughs>
0: So true, yeah, man. So that's dope. You mm-hmm. stand there around your mom, man. I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. you think yep. like that, you know, because they always think they mom, oh, they like you said, she's been old house to you all your life, but true. Not
2: that's it, that's it.
0: All right, hey. So, what made you? Well, before I ask that question, man, how many series do you so have right now? We man?
1: have there are five printed and on Amazon and on the website right now. You know, hello, black man. You have Hello Black Woman, you have Hello Black Teen, you have Hello Black Child, and you have Hello Black Couple. So there's five complete ready to rock and roll right now. Uh, I, And December 1st, uh, we'll go into production with Hello Black Entrepreneur. So
2: Let's go!
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: let's go! Different, different levels, levels. Man,
1: different like levels. That. We want to reach some people. I'm telling you, this is this is gonna be one of those things that when you go to people' houses, you got a hello, black man. You got a hello, black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hello, oh, man. It's dope. Let me, check it out. You know, let me see what you're writing. Let me, you know, let me dive dive into <laughs> yes. this thing. So there are so many businesses, you know, yeah. and I've been coaching, and you know, I, when I say coaching, it's not like I am so far removed and so much better. But the fact that um, that I have tried and error so many things, uh, I, you know, people from my hometown and people from, you know, that work and around me, I'm often asked about my opinions on things and how to get things done and how to market things. Uh, but, you know, I want to ensure that the people that are doing these things are tracking, are documenting, you know, these things. Because in five years, when somebody asks them, They'll say, hey, I got a I got a guide, I got a guideline. I got an answer key. You know, this is the this is what I started. And these are the right. things that I have done. And not the things that I have done and done right and went went well, but what about the things that didn't go well? Well, look, I wrote these things down. I right. tried this. It was a terrible idea. Those things are they those things <laughs> yeah. are just as important, y'all. They're, they are just as important as the things that go right.
0: Yeah, that's true. Most people, I like to say, they don't want to know how to, they don't no. want to know how to make
1: the cake. They just want the pound want cake. To cake. Pound cake me. They say.
0: Right? Hey, hey, just give me a piece, man. I don't want to know how to get the whole thing. Give me a piece. Right? But I feel the person that knows Mm -hmm. how to make the whole cake, like you said, they know the ups and downs of that cake. Man, the first time I made this cake was tragic. You know, (laughs) I had it on too low. It didn't cook fast enough. It didn't bake fast enough. The ends and out, the the many times I had to go through putting enough sugar in the cake or not putting putting more sugar into the cake. You know, that recipe that that makes makes it unique. Makes it
1: unique. I, one of my
2: mm-hmm.
1: right. One of my mentors uh, told me this when I got into management uh, at Nissan. She says, uh, "A person that knows how will always have a job. The person that knows how will always have a job." Yeah. She said, "The person that knows why will always be their boss." So, it's true. so,
2: so that these is true.
1: journals are about the why. Why was those decisions made? Why did you choose this? Why is this the role you're playing? Why are you good at this? Why, you know, do you not do these things? You know, the the, the how is what people see. They, they see, you know, who you are on the outside. They see, you know, the, the outcomes of some of your decisions, but they don't see the role you took to get there.
0: That is so true, man. And 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 it goes back, like you said, um mm-hmm. that community thing. Everybody yep. walks there differently. And I really started looking on the outside of you know, wow, not not everybody's the same when I went into a service because I'm coming out the south. So I think everybody mm-hmm. listened to blues, right. south blues. Like that was just me. Like, like everybody was listening to it. So I get to my duty station. And it's on a Saturday, I'm bumping yeah. it because
1: that's the blue Johnny Taylor, you know. Yeah. Right, you know what
0: I'm saying? You don't know Jenny was too, right, and they looking at me like Blackman. What 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 bro? What are you listening to? Come on, man. This is blues, you know it. no, no, like all uh, like looking at me like nah, we, we don't know what you listening to. I'm I'm looking at them like listen to it. y'all don't play this at y'all barbecue, like nah. no, none of that that's
2: not realized like oh <laughs> oh this is stuff yeah. yeah. hey it's, it's yeah. in the community a big, yeah like the big world out there everybody you know kind of walks a different package so like they journals are meant to breed you know be able to breed somebody no matter how different people are some of these questions are going to be intriguing to you they'll be intriguing to your circle no matter if you're from you know from Florida to to, to the state of Washington, you know, uh, it's one of those questions that, right. that means something. And, it will mean something to more than just you. So, I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example. Mm-hmm. So, some of the things I like to do with my kids are here is I like to them to read my journal, you know. So, this is some things that they, they don't have to
1: wonder about their dad. They never have to wonder. And, it's a great chance they never asked
2: you know, they've never asked me some of these questions. So, this is question 24. Mm-hmm. Hello, Black Man. It says, hello, Black Man. What or who motivates you? Describe how it feels to be motivated. One 13-year-old is going to ask me. One 16 year old Right. What year old no. is going to ask me. They're not. they They, they, got, they worried about Snapchat. They're worried about Instagram stories. They're worried about, you know, iPhone 12. That's what my, my kids worry about. But right now, they need to know what is motivating me to
1: do the things that I'm, that I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? It's getting up early, it's, you know, staying up late, you know, pushing pushing a, 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 a career, pushing entrepreneur type things. You know, like, do they, think, do they think this is easy? Do they not see the, what, what the work I'm putting into certain things?
2: So that's the question. And so, I, I wrote my answer and I allowed my son to read it and have, you
1: know, on him. Um, just reading an answer. So now he has a better understanding of who I am at 13 years old. This is nothing he would ever-, ever ask me.
2: Nothing my 16-year-old daughter would ever ask me. You know, this is nothing my mother would ask me. But she needs to know. She needs to know what's motivating me right now. He needs to know. So the question is, hello black man, what are who motivates you?
1: Describe how it feels to be motivated. I said, time I'm 41 years old as of today. And the older you get, the time that once was on your side and you felt all of it in the world seems to be dwindling. Time pushes me to wake up early to stay up late to get things done.
2: Time is a great motivating driver because
1: no one knows how much you may have remaining. Purpose motivates me. Knowing something I do or create can change the world so quickly and vastly. Purpose exposes your passion, or at least it should. Having a purpose and living in it allows me to seek the greater good. Purpose is something that will be evident mm. long after I am gone. And that's important to me. People motivate me. Both my parents are still alive. And in I have children that I want to set great examples for. I have an inner circle that loves me unconditionally. It feels inspiring to
2: be motivated,
1: it allows me to push or pull to go through around. Right. So that's my answer for that question. So now, there is no entry. There
2: is no, I think, I think I this motivated my day. I think <clears> this motivated my brother. I think this motivated my son. You, you don't have to wonder. I have the answer. I have my answer. Right. It's not, it,
1: it, it, it's no back and, and forth. This is the what motivates me. You have it now. You have an answer to, 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 to a question that you have never asked.
0: that is crazy with and do you think about like you're now your daughter and your mother and everybody has that um that question answered you know what motivates you did you ever feel at one point in time that that was a harsh reality that you had to face as a black man that people didn't understand you in the community and did not ask you or i think it's one of those things where
1: it is it is Mm. kind of it's it's left out there in limbo because me and my mom talk about sports, me and my dad and the kids we talk about sports, we talk about work, we talk about, you know, the day to day motivate they, the day to day things that you know that, that means something to you today. You know, like, you know, what am I gonna eat today? Uh uh, I
2: need
1: to get the oil change in my car today, you know. That conversation is hey. But those intriguing conversations, everybody's kind of always too busy. You know, uh, you know, my daughter's gotta go get a raise
2: someone is going to play basketball. Um, you know, I gotta
1: go. You know, take photos. You know, and time is still time is steady passing us as we do all these trivial things. You know, and what I want to create is one some things from my past, so I'm able to write some things from my past down, and so now people can understand. You know, my significant other, my daughter. My mom, dad, they, they can understand some things that happened in my past that maybe we haven't had a conversation about. And they also get to understand what I'm going through right now. You know, I'm, I'm writing dates down, times down, years down. I'm 41 today is up this day.
2: So now they know what's going on in my present. They know
1: how, what has shaped me and who I am. And then they understand that, you know, in the future, I still have aspirations.
2: I still have things I'm working on. I'm not perfect. I still have opportunities to improve. So, so you get a full way around it. So imagine this. Imagine in 100 years. I definitely won't be here any longer. But now, but now my <laughs> son, son, son has an
1: answer key. He has some things he can look back on based on some things
2: that I write. So what if he has a problem with motivation? What if my great-great-grandson has a problem with motivation? He doesn't know how to grasp He's going to, You know, his his twenties and struggling with a job or struggling with these things. And he can pick up something that his in his great great grandfather book and, and be inspired by it.
1: Or it can unlock some it, it can unlock some, uh, yeah. some potential in him
2: you know he had.
1: So those are <laughs>
2: generational curses
1: that you'll be able to break long after you're gone.
0: Hey, I like that man It made me think man yeah. because the kids are the future so you want to leave something for them to be guided on man you're going to value. that's going to that's be it. Value in the long but term.
1: If, if a person passes away right mm-hmm. now you know what I'm saying if a person is no longer with us if you find anything that that person wrote down is value. it's looked at as sentimental it could be a phone it could be uh, bananas and popcorn it could be nothing on a piece of paper nothing you know it, it could be it, nothing but you say man that's my grandmama's writing man that's you know that's my uncle's Some he, he scribbled down that's some of his stuff he'll never write
2: anything again.
1: but imagine having some real content from a person and able to have it forever just imagine having some real content and being able to hold it and read it and, you know and know that I touched this book you know it's not digital this is something physical so, you know, they can hold the same book I held. Right. And say, hey, my great great, this is great great granddaddy wrote, you know, a 100 years ago. Check it out. Tell me what you think about it. It's just, you know, go read up on it. That legacy.
2: That legacy. That's You got to leave
0: that legacy behind. Like, That's it. Put it in that physical form. So, why did you, you know, after all this, you want people to know? Basically, how it's viewed in, in the community, how um, Hello Black Man can inspire mm-hmm. the community and unite the community. So, why did you feel the necessity of like Hello Black Man? I felt like there
1: is there is so many avenues in our community that there had to be a way to engage, you know, engage everyone. That's why I went with the woman. That's why I went with the team. I think teens today they they are in a totally different world than when I was a teen. That this is a different generation, and people say that they are, you know, they are so lazy. They are this. Well, the the, the it's a lazy world, you know. People are used to instant gratification, instant access, instant information. Like that's that's what they're growing up in. What why would they know anything different? Why would they know anything about having to go to a library and look up stuff in an encyclopedia and write things down? Okay, yeah, that's the old wrong right? That's what we had to do. That's what I had to do. <laughs> my my. I will never have that experience. They will never have to do that, you know. So it's not that if everything is lazy. That's just, you know, what happened with you know with the world. The world changed, you know, as time went along. But you know, I want to look inside a teen's mind and ask some questions to them. Same thing with the Hello Day child. Um, ensuring that that children can be transparent, open, asking questions. And ensure that their mind isn't blocked. Make sure that they still have a creative, uh, uh, a creative side to them. You know that they're able to think outside the box. You know, at seven, eight years old, I, I want a child to believe that they can be an astronaut. I don't want to be. No, you need to be. Uh, you're gonna be a. Uh, you're gonna cut grass for a living. You know. No, I, I want every black child at eight years old saying they're gonna be the president. Yes, that's what I want. Yes, have that mentality that you can, you know, go above and beyond. You know, right. Um, and so every and and even with the uh, hello black couple, uh, having two uh, two beings writing in the same book, you know, looking at what each other, what what each other is writing and understanding them better. Uh, every avenue that we have pursued there have been people say hey this has changed our lives like, this has changed the way I see somebody this has changed the way I see myself I'm able to start these these conversations uh, we've had coaches reach out and uh, get hello back team for a team so you got a basketball team right and so now what, what they do with the bat what, what they'll do what right. is they allow you know just different people on the team different team members to write a you know, answer a question, and it's bringing the team closer together because now you know something about that person. You probably you probably would have never known. You probably would have never known some of the things about your teammates, but now you have yeah, insight. Now it's it's less mm-hmm. intrigue and more interest. So every every journal has been
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, an own taking on what we can alleviate from the community. How can how can the next journal improve our community? Hello, black men. The man, the woman, the teens—a different era, different generation. Hey, we are targeting your generation to improve your 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 transparency and communication at seventeen. Don't wait till you're thirty-seven. Don't wait till you're fifty-seven. Improve it right now at sixteen, and that way at thirty-six, you're, you're able to communicate. You're able to 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 establish a, a rapport with people and. What you want, what you don't want, uh, vocally, verbally, non verbally, without it having to be a physical authentication, in the same way with the child. So, every expansion has been a purpose driven. I,
0: I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Basically, if you look at well, it, yes. you created a that's vulnerability, it. and that's that's something that's skill and I don't think a lot of people understand why our community is the way it is the vulnerability a lot of our ancestors and um mom, dad, grandmothers all of them have to be strong yep. and vulnerability wasn't one Right, like, being being open and let somebody know your weakness yeah, and let somebody no, know no. your mind that wasn't yep. one because we all we had to stick together yeah like don't like my friend I like when he put it this way because he made me laugh I heard him say it a long time ago he was like you know what um, I don't get it. My mom, as a as I was a kid, she taught me how to walk and talk. And in time I got it, you know, got the walking and got to talking, she tells me to sit down and yep. shut up. So I started laughing, right? I'm like, that's true. But that's, you know what? That is more common in our community than a lot of us know it. Because why do the other communities have so much vulnerability? Because they ask they those questions. They do. They never
1: Absolutely. That's the ticket. hmm
0: So I I see what you did there. That's brilliant that you brought vulnerability. That's crazy because I, I, to this day, I'm working on my, not my, just myself, but my uh, kids and my wife, um, vulnerability, because what we had to realize that neither one of us had to be Mm -hmm. that vulnerable in life ever, and being in the same community, it wasn't expressed. share your feelings. Be vulnerable, speak up. It was like nah, you listen to what's being been told to you, you take what it's it. been directed to you and
1: you, you, t- shut you up. take it. <laughs> no, like, no why, like, no why, no why. Not. You know, just just be quiet, stop crying. <laughs> you know. Well, I got this going, I feel this way. You mm-hmm. don't feel no kind of way. This this do what I tell you to do, you be fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like,
1: what? Like
2: really?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. And that's, that's that generational cycle that you're breaking inside a community, but you're breaking inside multiple families. So that's, really,
1: I'm pushing, really dope I'm absolutely pushing
0: y'all. Hey, I want to see that go that globally, that's, that's one of your goals, so right? Globally, black men,
1: all over the world, I think, think it's one world. of those things that as people take heed and, and, and. Like people asking, like, what do you need? All I need from people is opportunity to spread. All I that's all I need. I don't need anybody investing twenty million dollars. I, I I say if you tell enough people what this is about, then it's it, it's opportunity. It's not me selling you something. You know, it it, it the, the books on Amazon are fourteen ninety nine. I, I I won't retire on fourteen ninety nine. I won't I won't <laughs> i won't retire <laughs> on 14.99 i promise you i won't but there will be lives changed on 14.99 there'll be there will be there'll be live
2: 14.99
0: and, and
1: groups and families that open some things up they'll be far more valuable than you know what you're paying for the, the product
0: mm-hmm that's that's dope. I love it. I love it. Uh, so with Hello Black Man, which is the nonprofit organization we've been speaking on, how can you use this nonprofit organization to give back to the community? Yeah. You know, you spoke on as far as vulnerability, but what are some of those opportunities that you're looking to take up on? Well, when it comes one, to one thing that we have coming
1: message? up in next month is we are we'll be going to, uh, to the, the prison system here. So. We'll be going to the prison system here That's to be me. documented and, you know, filmed. But we will go in, talking to some prisoners about where they are in life, what has happened to them, and we're going to gift them. We have 30 journals already, you know, paid for and ready to roll. And yeah, so, Right? So we're going to go, go. give them these journals and then we're going to circle back. We're going to follow up. Not just give them something, hey, this is yours, you know, great. We're gonna come back. Now we want to get something out of you. We want to. We want you to answer some questions for for us. You know, for yourself. Right. And so that's those. That's one of the projects that we have. Another project is we have some nursing homes we've already targeted and will allow us to come in. And we have some. You know, we have some people mm-hmm. in those in those places that are almost forgotten. That that they, they still have a brilliant mm-hmm. mind. You know. They still are able to read, write and understand. And we're I, I don't want to let all the information go. You know, they went through some things that I never go through. And so I wanna so I wanna that's right. So I want David right. yeah, right. so to pull to 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 some of that information and say, hey listen, this this maybe this one journal is from this nursing home. And so everybody in there, you have a chance to write in it, tell me about yourself, who you are, what you did, just answer this question. Somebody, you know, people in your family have never asked you about, you know, your first relationship, your first love, or what happened, you know, where did you go, what, you know, somebody tell me about a, a, a place you wanted to visit or, or that you did visit, you know. This kind of information will just be mind blowing to be able to obtain from the older generation. So we have things, right? So we have things in place. We'll be moving uh, next Friday, be going to LA uh be out there for three days and just meeting people, you know, spreading what we're doing, you know, talking about hello black man. Uh just trying to get on the move, trying to get the mission and just trying to, you know, force, force opportunity. Hey, hey, I
0: I'm very excited and uh this, this, this is just a project you talking about but i'm excited to see you tap yes. inside the elderly community man i'm over here like oh what is we gonna call it hello black elderly like that's definitely good when we, we tap yeah. inside the elderly minds you know that those transitions that they hate um uh, going through the downward mm-hmm. momentum you know from going from being an upbeat person to now your body slowing down there's nothing you can do about it you know things changing Right. Life changing, health changing. That I'm, I'm excited to see what that actually gonna look like, man. Yeah,
2: that, 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 oh, that, like I said, dope. we we're on a mission to create
1: uh, avenues for so many different, you know, sex of people, you know, and and, and allow those sets of people
2: to become transparent and, and become vulnerable, you know, mm. become
0: open communicate in a different manner than they've ever communicated amazing that's an amazing way to give back to the community really and with the tools that you put into um to play which is like the the journal documenting being vulnerable transparent with yourself you know how can these tools that you're putting inside the community how have these tools implemented um in all the versions like You turn around, you say, hello, black man. Hello, black teen. Hello, black girl. You know, all these versions of hello of the black community. So how do these tools that you've implemented in all five of the hello black man versions, how can they help others to speak They'll
1: be able to start those questions and have it okay. You know, no matter if it's mom to daughter, if it's Mm. daughter to grandmother, uh, to the, hey, you know... those intriguing questions, those things you wanted to know about somebody in your family or or if somebody you you know your significant other, uh, it's a Kickstarter, it's not the end all. You know, I, I've had people to get these journals and be done with them in in a month. So hey, I, I couldn't stop writing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I said, but now they say, okay, you know, what else? I said, well, you know, who are you talking to about the things you've written down? Say, I, I talked to my kids about it, you know, I talked to my teen, I I show my aunties. And so that is it. Like that's the way, you know. Not just, you know, some people will need it just for themselves. But I've had people, you know, to, to get right. these journals and say, I know exactly who I want to share these things with. And it's somebody that you shared certain things mm. before. So, you know, it's going to kickstart those conversations. Kickstart to be a, you know, to 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 ign- ignite, to ignite this fire of open communication in your home. There are families now that, you know, everyone in the home has their own journal and they write it, you know, throughout. the week. Right. And on Sundays where we used to sit down and have meals together, used to sit down and watch sports together. You know, we used to go out to Big Mama's house or go out to the grandmother's house on Sunday mm-hmm. church as a week. That used to happen. But now... As everybody's so busy, uh, I have a family. What they do is they just trade journals on Sunday. So hey,
0: that's dope. That that's, that's, you diving into right you into, diving right into mind.
1: somebody's mind, and you don't even these <laughs> people. Some of these people, they don't even know who they living with. <laughs> this is their child. This is their hey, child. Cook. This is a significant other, <laughs> and they don't even know. Him. They they really don't <laughs> really know them. They never, never those ask those questions. Like never.
0: So is this is this the main reason, as far as like just the open communication, the vulnerability, and helping others tap into their truth? Is this the real the real reason why you want to see that expansion That's of it. black men go? I open? think
1: that my community, I think yes. my community deserves it. I think my community yes. deserves that chance uh, because because men uh, are we are programmed from birth to suppress information. And people get to a certain point, you know, hey, well, why you don't talk about this, right? You know, because if you cried at seven years old, when you, you know, fell and hurt your knee or on the bike, all your older cousins, the uncles, shut up. It don't hurt, but it do,
2: it do, it do. It,
1: it do hurt. What are you telling me? It don't even make sense what you're saying. So now I'm confused. Now I can't cry if I'm hurting. So I'm suppressing. You know, don't talk about this. You know, I'm sad about this girl. Don't like me. I'm sad about the boy. Don't like that. Shut up. That ain't nothing. Don't even worry about. It. Like that's not therapy. Like that's not an answer. You know, stop thinking about it. That's not. That's not solving the problem. So I, that's what our community does. Our community does that yes, to man, is. woman, key, girl, boy, that's what we do. We suppress and hide and shut down and and, and, and end communication. That's what we do. So I wanna mm-hmm. that's right. I'm that's we're, gonna we're, gonna gonna that's we're, gonna we're gonna unlock some of those doors.
0: And everything
1: somebody. it won't be pretty. Everything won't be all smiles, it but it still needs to be needs to be resolved.
0: That is so true. You, you said that, like, you know, shut up. It don't hurt. It made me do a flashback to when I was with my dad. I ain't spending much time with my dad. But this one moment, I will never forget because I hate coconut cake because of him. I hate it. And to him, it was my yeah. stepbrother's birthday. And he decided to get one coconut cake. He going to get two because it's three of us. And he's going to celebrate everybody's birthday at one time. Now I don't eat cake. My mom didn't feed us cake like that. Even with my aunties, you know, we have the cookouts. I my mm-hmm. thing wasn't going straight to the cake. I was more more like just getting, I want some like fruit and cake person. Because I'll eat chips. Right. You no, know, as a kid, I'll eat it. So I didn't like coconut and cake together. I did not like it. And my dad, like, you know, just, just the same thing you said, shut up, eat the cake. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like cake. And I hate coconut cake to be exact. And he was like, You're not old enough no, to know what you like. I was seven years old. And just like that, those things does, it does matter. Cause if I can remember, it does. That I mean it did something to me, right? He
2: did I was something seven to
0: you. years old, man. And he made me eat this coconut cake. And I would have been okay if he had cut a, and like, you know, try it. See, see, you may like this. Yeah. No, he cut like a big slice of cake. And I had to sit there and eat it. And he said I could not get up until I ate the whole cake. And I remember just yeah. loving the cake down my throat. And when I did get done, he was mad. He was yeah. mad. He was more
2: mad He, he mad at you. Cake. He yeah. mad at
0: you. I can stomach the cake. I just remember it taste was icing. And I'm like, coconut. Ew. Cake. Coconut. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just tried to hold it in and then I... And it came up. My dad was so upset. And to this day, you can't
1: pay me to eat a coconut cake. I won't. I'm like, no. See, those are the kind of experiences and and things that need to be documented. Yeah. You know, they need, they deserve documentation. They deserve, you know, for their story not to be lost. It's not the greatest happy-go-lucky story (laughs) in the world. But it's something that is so significant to you. That now someone that you, someone that you, you know, uh, you may not have told your wife this to. Her. No, it, it may it may not have come up about coconut cake. You know, or, or or you know, it's one of those things that it is so significant. It makes you who you are.
0: Right, my mom definitely uh, know that for a while because I hated coconut because she doesn't feed me cake. And so for a while, uh, about five years after that, she tried to feed me the look the little bar that has, like, chocolate almonds and coconut in it.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, mounds. Of, mm-hmm. Uh, something yeah, like that. those.
0: Yeah. And it's her biting, I smelt the coconut. Almond Joy. Like, Almond Joy. She loves them. <laughs> I sit there, and she's chewing it, and I'm like, that is so... So I remember her saying, like, try it. And the flashback of the coconut cake came back, and I'm like, uh-uh. I can't eat that. She's, try it. And when I tried it, it wasn't Bad. I just still hated coconut. Yeah. But the fact that I tried, I'm like, oh, this is this is different from the cake. Yeah. But it took years yeah. for for years. me to do that, and it, it took her talking cash money to me about the almond joy. Like you don't know what you're missing. You you don't know what you're eating. You you, you don't know good food. You know that Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let me try
0: it, and I found out that and coconut is not. Do not like coconut. And I just put it back to my
1: dad. That's dope. That is that's, that's that is dope. That yes, is dope.
0: Man. So the same reflect just on this podcast with you of you know some things that my family had told me. You know, shut up, you you'll be all right. And I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. I it now making reflect to my kids. Like, okay, let me be a little more centered to my kids so that, like you say, if, if they mm-hmm. fall and they're screaming too loud, I'm just irritated about the scream. I'm not irritated about them being hurt. So let's find out right. why they're screaming so loud you know so that's definitely making me to my kids and my situation so because i want to the same bag to my kids so i'm definitely looking at hello black man hello black girl i'm looking at all that that can help my kids and help
1: me that's absolutely it can
0: hey so man look we get off the podcast i know i know everybody in here just like wow like wow (laughs) the knowledge that's been dropped because i am so before we get up i want you to message briefly that you stand on like you know somebody asked you right now i want you to spread a message from soul to soul one person to the next and just spread it to connect all the communities together i want you to do it one two three go
1: communication start with revealing who you are to yourself first. Let's go. Start being true. Start being true to who you are to yourself. And people will understand. People will work around. People will acknowledge. And people will respect you for it. Mm. People will respect you for being who you are. Uh, and, and, And being able to acknowledge that everyone may not be the same. And being able to respect them for who they are. So if we're able to communicate, show respect, I think that the world will be in a much, a much better position. We can have a difference of opinions, we can have a difference of of thought patterns. That's okay. That makes us individuals. But communicate and respect. I think if we stand those on those two principles, we can we can make progress.
0: Hey, let's go, man. They ain't got value <laughs> by now, man. They trying,
1: you feel me? Hello, Black Man. He says on Amazon, right? Hello, Black Man is on Amazon, and we also ha- uh, so we're on we're on Facebook on the Hello Black Man. Uh, next week, next week we'll make one year on Facebook under Hello Black Man. Let's we have eleven thousand nine hundred followers on Facebook in one year.
0: Hey, <laughs> hey so, impacting the community
1: that's go. impact. We're trying to make up we're trying to make communication the route we go first. Not when we get in the bind having to communicate. We're going to communicate right. on the
2: forefront. Uh right. so
1: you, you can check us out on Amazon, all the journals on Amazon, you can look look under my name Jamie Jenkins or you can Amazon search Hello Black Man and we are Taking when you, once you get your journal, inbox us back, inbox us with you reading from your journal, mm-hmm. pictures of your journal. Man, we got some pictures of journals that are so filled up, Charles. You can't even see, you can't even see the page. Hey. And that's what we want. That's, that's what we want. We want. I'm going take
0: that out myself, man. Gotta check it out. I gotta go support. he's gotta go support the community, man. I got to.
1: Yeah, we got uh, a website, helloblackman.com. If you ever uh, order your journals from there, they'll be signed. You get a personal message from myself. You get a Hello Black Man pen. You get a Hello Black Man wristband. Uh, And we're just, we're out here. We're pushing. We're, we're, you know, podcast, Facebook lives, uh, Instagram, Hello Black Man journal on Instagram. Uh, And we're just trying to, you know, make make a movement. But Mm -hmm. it's... You know, people will make the movement. The people that are starting to communicate, and write things down. They will make this movement great.
0: Hey, shout out to you, bro! Because it wasn't for you, just having this idea, bringing the idea to to front forth and manifesting and believing everything you say, you gonna bring it to the community. If it wasn't for you. It wouldn't be on this podcast. If it wasn't for the Most High. we wouldn't be on this podcast. So thank you, Jamie. Thank, thank, you,
1: thank you, you for having us. Me.
0: It, it means thank so you much. Hey, hey, it's definitely a blessing. Y'all go check out Jamie onto the helloblackman.com. Yeah, go get all the period, go get the journals, support the community. Hey, man, find some things out about yourself that you ain't know nothing about. Find Find
2: out.
0: out. Find out some things about yourself, about your kids. If you got loved ones, if you got a wife, go find out. Doesn't matter what color you are, find out. This could be something that helps you
2: that's
0: right, right? But absolutely I definitely a push this to the black community go out research it go reach out to jamie talk to him man get to know him get the vibe and learn some about yourself it means so much to me man that you came onto the podcast blessing us with so much positive messages oh, thank, my goodness, you. Man.
2: Thank, thank you thank
0: you so thank you thank you we'll and be, we'll,
1: we'll be back. we'll be we'll be in contact we'll be in touch like i said we're We're starting to travel, so we will be in touch. We will be checking you out. We'll be pushing your movement as well.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. I got to definitely stay connected with you, y'all. Y'all definitely go follow Jamie on all the social media that he dropped out. Go follow him. Go like. Go share. Go comment. And just spread the message. Get the appeal. And know that if no one tell you today, tomorrow, yesterday that they love you, Char loves you utmost okay. high self Mari loves you and Jamie loves you too John I love you too, too. hey <laughs> let's go we're spreading positive energy through all walk of life so you're right. not left you're not alone we're here with you and we love you thank you Jamie no
1: doubt. thank hey, you appreciate
0: it bro and I appreciate love
2: it, you man
0: alright alright
1: alright